create with France Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is France Sydney and today we are on episode 113. So we are heading towards a very interesting topic and that is about women and their relationship with other women in the family where we are born to and especially I'm going to talk about mothers and even more about sisters and how this can have a huge effect in the way we're going to live a life and we're going to feel about ourselves later on. So if you have a sister or a mother, stay tuned. So here we are, today we're going to talk about six different clients I had, names have been changed and all the details that would allow you to identify them. And uh, we talk about what is this relationship that can be in between women in the family. Mostly it's about the sister, but there is a little bit about the mum and how that can change how we feel about our future and even our present. When we're 20 and 30 and we see there's something not right in our life, we can't lose weight. Maybe we cannot stop smoking. We're angry. We don't have purpose. What's going on? And sometimes it really goes back to this sisterhood or this motherhood issue and that's why I wanted to delve in it because you know if you had a sister in your life and this your situation you know you might resonate and say right that happened to me and what can we do about it so the first uh, client I want to talk about is Grace she had an important um, exam to pass and despite being absolutely perfectly ready, she had studied, she has practiced everything, her skills, she is a very good learner, and um, you know, she never disappointed anyone when she worked to practice her skills, but see, you know, she just felt no way, she had these panic attacks, just couldn't do it. And so we did an RTT session, so rapid transformational therapy, that was her request, so we did that. And uh, we, we tried to reconnect to how she felt when she was a child and um, it was really interesting because it turned out that she was very very artistic she loved drawing she loved art but her sister nancy didn't it was a very very nasty bully to her and that really dented her ability to to feel that she could pursue her dream that she was going to be good enough and um it was a bit weird because there was this envy coming from her sister who noticed that she was so good at drawing. So Grace was very scared about her sister. They were really tiny, but my sister was jealous and, and told her many horrible things for many years. And for what, from what I understand, they were not even talking. You know, she was you know probably 20 or 30s, but she couldn't connect to her. That was quite painful. So as we progressed with the session, it turned out she made this connection and she said, right, this is the hate from my sister that is coming to me all the time because of my skills. And so I now fear that if I do anything that would cause my sister to hate me, to be jealous of me, that means I'm going to be hurt. So if I have success, she's going to be angry with me. She's going to hurt me. And I will be feeling bad and I will be feeling sad. So the conclusion was, a typical syllogism, if I succeed, I'm just going to feel sad. Therefore, I cannot allow myself to succeed. And so what she was doing, she was procrastinating all the steps to success. 
to avoid this pain. And it was interesting. So this fear that she had and this procrastination that came to her was only there to protect her from feeling like a failure in all cases. So we did a lot of transformation work and she was able to have a, a good dialogue in her head, talking with a herder, her sister and Grace received a really short and powerful transformation into a very confident professional that had an abundance of confidence in herself as a professional but also as a person that could follow her dreams. It was a really amazing session. She loved it and I loved it to see how she was able to connect the dots between what happened in the past and what was going on. So next time you see that maybe you or somebody else that you love, you know, a friend cannot pass this exam, doesn't have any confidence, it could be that yes they have studied, it's not that they're lazy, but maybe if they're not taking the time it's because they're thinking they're going to fail. Or they're thinking, well, if I succeed, somebody's going to be hurt or it's going to be jealous, it's going to hurt me. So there, there could be different things to take into consideration and not just how good we are at studying. That kind of expands the possibilities we have when we're trying to help somebody in coaching or hypnosis or RTT or any other discipline when you're trying to get people their life back. So I'm really glad that I work with Grace and I really hope that now after all this year she She's doing it, you know, she's having plenty of success and maybe she has even healed her relationship with her sister, who knows. So my conclusion regarding this is to be very careful how you talk to your own sisters because you might be really hurting them and making them lose confidence. Please do not blackmail them, don't hurt them because this could affect the whole future. Be mindful, it isn't just about you. You have brothers and sisters in the house and sometimes women also can be quite yeah you know let's go to number two that's Barbara and this is gonna be a very short comment so Barbara had a lot of difficulties she could not lose weight she could not go forward in her life in any positions and she just felt that she was procrastinating and self-sabotaging and when we went back to her childhood she had a very very hurtful twin sister and this twin sister was the beautiful one the intelligent one, she got all the attention and therefore Barbara could not do anything because she thought, yeah, I can't because she's, she's the best. So just imagine what happened that, you know, we had to do a transformation where she got her own worth back. So think about what happens when you compare your children and when you tell one, oh, you are so smart, you're going to teach your other person here in the family because they're not smart enough. It's really not good to do. There is also the case of Jenna, who seems to believe that she could not hold any boyfriend, it was impossible. She also had a belief that it was impossible for her to lose weight. Was she uneducated about diet? Actually, she was very educated. Was she eating junk the whole time? No, she wasn't. Was she lazy? No, she wasn't. So before we go and judge people who are a little bit overweight, stop here, guys, because there are cases when this weight is there because there is an emotional reason, and this is one of the cases. Jenna, for example, could not lose any weight whatever she did. But when we went back into the feeling that she had when she was younger, which is the same feeling that she had now, it was really interesting to see she was the youngest person in the family of many, many siblings, and so her older sister had to look after her when she was a baby so the mom could go to work. And this older sister absolutely hated looking after babies, and so she felt this constant 
weight of being hated and not being wanted to be there because her mom was always outside and her older sister was basically the second mom. And as a result, when she grew up, she felt that she had this constant chest pain. It was something stuck inside her. And, and this was always like a ball, a scribble, a, a dark thing that she could feel like with all the things that I wanted to express when I was a young child, and she couldn't. And so it was very interesting when we went back to draw the connections, this weight that she was putting on was a proof. It was proving that she's not wanted in the family. And so the weight there wanted to protect her. So she had a weight in the chest and then the weight in the body, so a layer um, a, a mantle of fatness and this fatness was there is a shield and it was to protect her from feeling that familiar stabbing pain that she had when she was child she was a child that could not say what she wanted she was pretty much hated by one of the sisters and so later on she had a lot of self-sabotage why because this had a role as well he wanted to show the proof of her fear of not being wanted. So all she heard in a story that she told herself was, I told you, yeah, so you should lose all the boyfriends. And this was proven all the time. What she believed when she was a young child, I know, worth of being loved. Nobody will love me because I'm not good enough. Even my mom didn't love me enough. So now I'm going to lose all my boyfriends. And you know, when we are convinced of something like that, our reticular activating system will use whatever we tell it. We believe it and we filter all the reality out of everything that comes to our mind and it will just show us proof of that. Right, we go, I'm fat, so nobody looks at me. See, I'm not worthy of being loved, so I'm going to put on more weight. It was just a circle and I'm glad to say that, you know, she had an amazing transformation and she's now doing much better because she knows what happens. She can make sense of her life. And let's go to Megan. Megan was like a volcano, very energetic, very strong, but also she was very, very attracted to negative people. And they were very attracted to her. And they were attacking her and sucking her life, sucking her energy. And she would send them out of her life if they just did one wrong thing. She would send everyone, even the non-negative people, one mistake and she would just cut them all off. And so in that way, she has managed to destroy all the relationships with her friends. She wasn't talking to the relatives. It was like alone. And in the last year, she understood, well, things are not right. Why am I doing this? So she started to go and see a psychotherapist and she understood why she was doing this. She was doing this to avoid pain. And it all reconnected to lots and lots of things that I cannot really quote here that happened when she was a child and because of those things she was stuck in this belief that she can only have negativity in her life. So these beliefs that we carry since we are children can really mold how we feel in the present. If we seem to go always with the same wrong relationships then it's time to ask why am I attracting all these really toxic people? That's a good question to ask yourself. Regina is a number five client here and she came to me for life purpose. She wanted to see 
what am I doing for, you know, what, what is that I'm doing in my life? I can't have it all. It's impossible. She wanted to be a mom. She was a really good professional, high level in a, in a job. But she felt, she felt she was so resentful, so frustrated, things were not going well, despite her being very, very good at her job. It was weird how she felt like she didn't have a direction she wanted. And so when we went back to see, maybe perhaps this feeling came from before you came into the situation, it turns out that she had a very loud sister that was very good at telling everyone what she wanted, and she got heard a lot more than her, more than Regina. And so Regina had the, the how do you say, the mission in her family. Her role was to be the one that is always helping everyone else, always serving everyone else, and that was it. And also, even her own parents always said, oh, you have to put first your loud little sister, you know, she's more important. And they did that with their actions and with their words. So because there was always somebody else that was important, she felt, I'm not important, I cannot fulfill my dreams, which was very, very sad. And she was very, very unable when she was young to explore. So she couldn't do all the things that children do, to play around, to try new things. And she even missed up on very important professional occasions because she had to help out this very young sister. And year later, very many years later, she felt still angry about it. And, and she wanted to be happy. She wanted to be like a child that is running on a, on a bike and, and having true fun. And so she had missed all this stuff because she was always giving, 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 giving. And she had a lot of tears in the, in the session. This relief scene where the dots were joining up, she could see that this pressure that she had on the chest was completely removed. And she felt like, right, I'm now at ESA. I do have an ability. I can imagine working with my clients in my professional um, place of work. I cannot tell you what it is. I can support my client. I can do that. You are holding my space. And you know what, I had one of my parts of my body, one of my joints was very painful as I came to the session. And during the session, the pain just went and now it's completely gone pretty much. You know, 90% gone and she was just so amazed. And I heard from her recently, she said she's doing really well. So I'm very glad that she's doing well. And I thought, how many times do we in our family speak to our children differently? So one has all the weight emotionally, maybe she has to do lots of work and the other one doesn't. And that can create quite a lot of problems. So we have to really be mindful of what we say, what we do. And I wanted to close with a number six. And it is Anne. Anne just could not stop smoking. She had started when she was very young, but not because she wanted to smoke. It's just because everyone that was very cool, got to university or college, because she was actually American. Everyone was smoking, you know, back in the 70s. And um, to be cool, to be part of a group, she felt that she had to be smoking. So she started and then later on she realized she couldn't stop. But the issue that she came to me for was different. She came because she could not cope with any challenges. She felt that she could not dream big. She was stuck in this job that she really didn't like. It wasn't very paid, very well paid. Look at me speaking perfect English. And, and, um, and so because of this, she felt that the only way to cope was to smoke, to just to numb the pain a little bit. 
and Annie turned out in the regression and in all the talking about this inner feeling that she had she had a lot of problems with her mom and the mom was pretty much what we would call today a narcissistic person in the 70s perhaps this term wasn't used that much you know people wouldn't know what it was but um, now she she will be described a narcissistic person and her sister was exactly like her mom so because of that Anne felt that her mom just ignored her emotion and she had to bottle up everything and so to cope with the stress of bottling up of keeping everything inside instead of putting on weight like other people she would just smoke and smoke and smoke if she knew that it wasn't good she knew that it would age her skin she was very beautiful you know one of those model type people but you could tell she she really desired to clear up the lungs and the skin and everything but she felt i can't dream of anything i cannot dream of success and it was important for her to make this connection and see right the reason i smoke the reason why i cannot stop is this so once you put a name on things it's a lot easier to cope with them and so yeah there was two years ago i think and she now lost and stopped <laughs> stopped smoking feeling great and feeling amazing so what is my final suggestion before i close this heartfelt episode it's really to look at the way that you enable certain toxic behaviors to happen in your family so when you have young children whether they're brothers or sisters it doesn't matter you have to really watch how they're talking to one another and how you are talking to them to allow them to be themselves as, as much as possible and to not have all the weight of a family and you know if if there are emergency where you need to help one another make sure everyone is on, on the ball everyone understands that there is an exchange here of energy and responsibilities and it's not just one person or the other and yes it can be you know one child is jealous of the other but sometimes the child might need to talk about something without being judged and this is where you can let them talk maybe to a therapist or maybe let them write in a diary a journal might have some way out therapy some ways for them to get these feelings out because if we learn from when we are children that we have to bottle out our emotions our feelings and we can't tell anyone what we actually love doing because it's not allowed it's not good enough for others or we're gonna be hurt then we might have in the future if we have not healed because you know, as before a lot of people heal about this stuff just stop thinking about it but sometimes you have a chance where you're smoking you're drinking on drugs you cannot lose weight but you have something there that makes it so you you can't do with life and so that's when you go to a therapist and you can do hypnosis you can do NLP you can do coaching I'm not really worried but you want to find out what's causing this what's your trigger and what you're doing about it and what can you do differently now that you know what's going on isn't that amazing as usual if you have any questions feel free to come to me and we can have a free chat at any point so thank you for being with me it's been a pleasure to be with you and I hope the visit has been helpful and if you want to share it with your friends, feel free to do so. So thank you again and see you next week. Take care. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.